we just talk? Can we just talk? Talk about where we're going before we get lost. Let me out first. Can't get my way without knowing. I've never felt. I'm Maxine. <laughs> I'm Winnie. Um, and we are Impact Diaries. <laughs> we literally are two of the most awkward individuals. <laughs> if you guys haven't picked that up already. However, um, we, we literally do have a lot of conversations around um, various topics. And a lot of times, um, as mentioned, there are topics that, are, that, that need to be brought to light. Yeah, so one of the topics that we wanted to kind of dive into or kind of base this series around is Polly's growing up in Australia. Our first episode, uh, today's episode, is going to be about identity, which is a pretty big one. So when we think about identity, I feel like there's so many avenues that you can take with that. You know, Polly's growing up in Australia, it gets assumed a lot that we're all from New Zealand. People assumed that the Pacific Islands was one big country or I've had people ask if, like, we all spoke Kiwi, like it was a language. People have this perception or um, misconception about our, our identity. Mm. So because of that, we are stereotyped, right? And then that stereotype starts to carry on and then do we then feel the pressures to conform to those stereotypes because you're trying to belong in this society? When people think of islanders, they automatically think like football players or like really big, strong people or like people who can fight, like which I don't know where they got that from because... I have no upper body strength. <laughs> Sometimes people feel like they need to conform to that identity. Like they have to love sport to fit in. I didn't like sport growing up. Like I'm a nerd. So I felt like I, I wasn't re a real Islander. I was the opposite. Well, no, I was a combination. I feel like I still am. Like I, I love sport, but I also, I, I love, um, I, I consider myself a nerd as well. Um, I enjoy reading. I enjoy learning. Um, there are definitely a lot more Pacific Islanders that have become more aware um, and embracing the, the fact that we are a lot smarter than people perceive us to be. So then moving on, what I love about that, about that, that um, animated film is the story of our ancestors that we literally were navigators, you know, and we had these, these unique specific skills that were so, um, so unique to, to our, our people. And, you know, I feel often that we downplay just um, how gifted our people are in multiple areas. Yeah. And I feel like a lot, even like Polynesians, we do this to each other where that assumption that they were like the bad kids or that they were doing bad stuff or that they weren't concentrating at school. And I was like, it's, it's just frustrating because if everyone thinks that way and we think that way about ourselves, then 
why would anyone else think different? One time I was working um, in a retail store and one of like my colleagues, he was younger than me and he was like, oh, so what do you do outside of work? And I was like, oh, I go to uni. And um, I think I was doing my postgrad at this point. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh my gosh, that's so, mind you, this kid was like, I forgot what he was, but he was poly as well. And he, um, he was like, oh, that's so good. Like, it's so good that you don't give in to like what other polys do. Like you're not the usual poly. And I was like, what is that supposed to mean? And he's like, you know, because, like, police don't, like, really do school and we never go to uni because, like, we don't aspire that high. And I was like, it's not that we don't aspire that high. It's that people tell us that we're not worthy. People tell us that all we can be are football players or musicians. Like, they don't encourage us in academia. And I was like, and the fact that you're poly and you're putting our people down, like, how else are people around us listening to this conversation supposed to talk about us? Right. But, but that's, that, that's part of the, the, the limiting beliefs that we grow up with, right? And, and it stems from, um, you know, within our homes, the people that we, we surround ourselves with. Um, the mere fact that he, you know, that he stated it because we don't aspire to that, like, yeah. You know, there are individuals that do aspire to that. And what was considered cool was you're going to play football or, you, you know, you grow up and, and then you're going to go and do um, yate with, you know, <laughs> with the, because that's the family business. Not understanding that that generation, that business is what's providing for your current education. Mm-hmm. So that you can do better, and this this is the point where I feel like uh, you know the the generations that follow need to understand we live our we should be living our lives, and and I'm I'm just gonna say this like you should be living your life and making decisions mm-hmm. in your life today that will allow you to to live a life that's that's better than your parents. The life that your parents have been have provided. Not to say that they they provided not, you know, they're not living a good life, but they don't want you to be at that level. Yeah. Seriously. That's why they came here. And like, I'm not saying that we should look down on like musicians or like um athletics, but I'm just saying that like if you aspire to be or do something like, I, I wish I was a singer, I can't hold a tune for my life. But like, if I was good at it, then I would, you know, work at that. And like, one thing that my uncles have always told me is that like, the point of each generation is to outdo the generation before. Mm-hmm. The generation before is to create you know, access to opportunities so that the next generation can, you know, take a step up. And with mm-hmm. each generation, our family levels up, mm-hmm. right? And, like, think about how our parents, you know, may have moved here or your grandparents moved here because they wanted more opportunity. That was a really hard thing to do. And that might have been, like, everyone probably was like, you're crazy, like, don't go there. There's nothing there for you. Like, and now we're sitting here real comfortable and just doing nothing with what we were given. 
I'm like, you're supposed to do something that's uncomfortable. You're supposed to take the next step mm. and let everyone question you. <laughs> right. Mm. And that's, that's the thing. Like, you know, we, we think of our ancestors and, and these, these key people in history, right? And, and they are key people because they literally were pioneers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, within our own families, if, if we take a good look at our ancestors, you'll, you'll be able to identify the pioneers within your family. And some of us are, are even pioneers in the sense that we may be first generation. And I, and I feel like, how are we able to educate our, our family members or our children or the next generation mm-hmm. to, to remain humble and grateful? so that they can make wiser decisions, you know, and, and help continue that process of elevation. Yeah. Because I feel like if they continue to elevate, that they're uh, doing that allows them to break these generational cycles. Yeah. If you don't want to elevate or like, you know, what, um, outdo the generation before, and that's completely up to you. But if there is a part of you that really wants to break this generational cycle or there's a part of you that really just wants to, to push the boundaries but you have so much negativity or just so many people in your ear telling you that you're, you can't and you're not worthy, don't let that dictate you. Like don't let that dictate the actions that you take or like your personal monologue (laughs) if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like you're only restricting and limiting yourself yeah being someone what do you envision Mm, that's a great question i guess you know when when you when you first say someone like I automatically get a visual and it's based off of PCC, which is the the Polynesian Cultural Center. And this is because I literally um, was born in American Samoa and left when I was one and have never been back. So my my visual of what the islands are literally is based off of touristic images. And experiences and so I've been to Hawaii I've experienced PCC and you've got the guy that climbs the coconut tree and then he's like you know and I know that's such a, um, a poor <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's such a, um, like, like I don't know um, image to put out there but what I do love about it is they refer to us as the happy people, yeah. people the sun which is based off a, um, a, a song. <laughs> yeah, I you going to sing it? <laughs> I don't know it. <laughs> I can't, Max can sing. <laughs> so I'm like, mm. yeah, like that's one thing I definitely need to do is, is to go back to someone and, and really experience it mm-hmm. so that I can, because yes, I, I won't ever deny that I'm someone. Because I know I'm someone, my parents are someone, my grandparents are someone, you know, their parents, okay, they're half German. And then, you know, we kind of go down the European route from there. Mm. But (laughs) but for the most part, we're someone. And then 
supposed to have part time too. So, oh yes, yes. The only reason I ask is because I feel like if there's this image of being poly out there, why don't we just like with our visions of being like Tongan somewhere, why don't we just spread that vision instead and that image instead? Because to me, like, like I, I didn't go back to Tonga until after high school. And then it was like a treat that I could go back and see my family and see where we came from and stuff. And I hadn't been back since I was a child. But during that time, you know, when you finish high school, for some weird reason, everyone thinks that you need to know who you are, like that you need to figure it out because then you need to go to uni and then like figure out whatever career you want to, whatever career path you want to take because you know who you are is going to happen. And it doesn't happen that way. But when you finish high school, it's like this really weird in between between being a child and an adult and you have to figure out who you are while you're in that medium like so I always felt like I didn't belong in the Tongan community or the poly community because I was so different from the norm Mm -hmm. and then when I went back home to Tonga like I kid you not I have never felt so at peace and, like, I've never felt that sense of belonging before. And, like, it's only because, like, when I imagine a Tongan person or a Tongan woman, right, for me, a Tongan woman is someone who is elegant, someone who's family orientated, someone who is kind and giving. And that's the image that I get. But also someone who is strong and who knows how to hold the family together mm-hmm. so yeah i mean such a great view right guys that was like such a beautiful image oh, <laughs> i mean i'm not saying that i didn't see my cousins climb a coconut tree like they actually did because i didn't think they could but you know what i feel like that's that's pacific islanders all around mm-hmm. the way the way you describe that like that's that's those are traits that are evident amongst all of Polynesia but there are specific see these are traits and characteristics that are unique I feel like that are so strong within our within our cultures that we need to embrace more than the tough trying to be gangster trying to fight the world like me against the world thing Mm -hmm. trying to yeah, not sure what the mind, well, actually, I do know what some of that mindset is about. And it literally, it all comes down to what you're saying. Individuals not really understanding who they are or even having a vision as to who they want to be and, and, and where, you know, they literally can't envision where they can be. Yeah. Because all they're looking at is here and now. And they allow their circumstances or the environment to find who they are. Not understanding exactly what you're saying is each of us has a choice. Yeah. Whether to conform to what's being told, you know, what, what, what is around us, 
or to really tap into ourselves and, and identify our own strengths mm-hmm. and um, capitalizing on those strengths to really get us out of and to, to, to create change for ourselves and potentially for our families. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's such a struggle for Polly's growing up in Australia because there are some things, like some principles and some values that are different from western culture to the poly culture like with westernized culture and i might be wrong but i haven't this is what i learned the westernized culture is based off of like the individual and what the individual wants so take care of the individual before taking care of the community and but in poly culture it's taking care of the community mm-hmm. yeah well, if that's right you're always put on the back burner like everyone else you serve everyone else first before yourself yeah which is like a push and pull really mm-hmm. like growing up am I supposed to focus on myself or am I supposed to focus on my community like I'm not really too sure <laughs> but I feel like it's a balance right because if you can't fill your own cup how are you supposed to fill others but you have to also remember to make sure that you're taking care of your family. There are certain little things that just make us, that confuse us, especially when we're growing up. When you're kids, you're told what to believe, mm-hmm. you're told what values to hold. As you get older, you're trying to figure out which values are really something that like is, are true to you or if it, you're just holding onto it because you were told to. But when you grow up with two cultures at the same time, it, it can be a little confusing and then you go down the wrong path because you you think that these are your people and they understand you. But do they, like, do they have your back? Like, but that's the thing, right? There's no way that others can understand you if you don't understand yourself. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I learned that the hard way, you know, with certain relationships um we often make the assumption that you know they should know but literally if I don't know how are they supposed to know and I'm like you should know me better than I know myself (laughs) there's only one being that actually does and that and that is the Lord (laughs) and I feel like that's a lot of it like a lot of issues come up with that also like um for me personally, I feel like there are certain things that only God can give you, right? There's responsibilities that only God can fulfill. And because we're like, we don't understand that, we start putting those responsibilities on people. Of course, they're going to fail you. That's not their job. Like, <laughs> and that's what people do. We fail. We fail. You know, and, and if that's part of being human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I feel like that's also why why we struggle Mm -hmm. because we want to be perfect in everything that we do we don't want to fail Mm -hmm. and that goes to your point um oh I don't even know if you mentioned it on this recording but (laughs) you know in one of our conversations we spoke about like growing into our higher you know our higher selves and and it's it's that whole concept of failing forward that 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 alone allows us to 
um, embrace who we're going to, who we are and, and are becoming. The process of becoming is so scary to a lot of people. Yeah. And I think it's also that like mentality that like, you have to make sure that the community is okay. You have to make sure that your family is okay. So you really can't be going on that journey and making a whole bunch of mistakes if you have people relying on you. Mm. How are they ever supposed to truly rely on you if you don't know who you are, you don't know what your strengths are, you don't know what your weaknesses are, and you're not growing. Like if you're not growing, then your family can't grow. Right. So where do you find the balance, right? And this is where I feel like it's important, why it's so important to ensure that you have people mm-hmm. that understand that concept and will add strength to you in those times when you're, you're feeling conflicted, you know, or, you know, I, I feel like when you're wanting to take this kind of journey, you need to be open and upfront with your family and explain it to them exactly the way that it's being explained to you or we're explaining to you. <laughs> and it's not like, hey, hey, family, I'm going on a journey. <laughs> I'll see you in a year. <laughs> I'll be gone to November. You know the song? <laughs> and they'll be like, yeah, you know, pack your bags and don't come back. <laughs> that generational gap obviously is going to highlight the differences in under, you know, low levels of understanding. And so it's a matter of reminding them the purpose of why they brought us here. You know, and this is the thing, and I, I, I think a lot of people can relate to this. You're, you know, like your parents are telling you something and then they're doing something else and then you choose to do what you know, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, 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 you think you got an education you know better than me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you think you think you know, you know, and then you're like, wait, hold up. Like, that was never my intent, but they're coming at you like that. And then I'm like, well, why am I going to school then? Like, (laughs) you know, this is my own personal experience. Which also, I think that conversation, just having a conversation like that, yeah. is really difficult because, like, we don't have DNMs with our parents. Like, it literally is you do what I say, mm-hmm. and that's it. And you really like it's up to you to break it, really. Just because something has been doesn't mean that it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Just you haven't had a conversation a dnm with your parents before just because it makes you uncomfortable doesn't mean that it doesn't need to be had doesn't mean you can't do it it's just gonna be real uncomfortable (laughs) it will only go one of two ways right one successful yes two a (laughs) yes two a (laughs) yes Just kidding. And next time, when it heals. <laughs> you're like, you know those girls on Impact Rise? They told me to go and have this conversation. Who are those girls? So rude. <laughs> I don't know them. Like I said, right? You take the best and leave the rest. You should have left that one. <laughs> I don't know what kind of advice we're trying to give you right now. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. It's going to be hard. And sometimes it will be painful. And um, see, and this is, I'm saying that because of my own experience once again and I feel like I'm done my 
story of my life on here. <laughs> I you know, I feel like I'm like, I'm just asking for a friend. I have a friend. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like sometimes it has to go, sometimes it'll have to go to that extreme in order for some people to wake up. You know, it came down to a battle of egos, really. You know, me being an adult, okay? And I'm not saying I was trying to, you know, trying to tell them, well, here I am. I'm not saying my friend was trying to tell, <laughs> you know, um, trying to tell people where to, where to go and why they need to do it this way. It was, it was literally just trying to explain the vision in which, in which I had. And, um, and that clashed with them not understanding or wanting to understand yeah. because they were concerned about outside what people outside would see and how would they perceive this this particular scenario but that's but that's the thing you have to have these conversations yeah it, it needs to happen if that didn't happen the relationship in which i have right now it would not be as good as it is right now yeah i, I can definitely say that like 100% i'd still be hesitant to express express my my views and and to share with them my goals and aspirations because I feel like that's what it is you're too scared to share because you you already know oh they're just going to shut me down oh our family's struggling because we don't have money so I can't really go and do that oh I can't go to school because it costs money my family doesn't have money not realizing there are avenues to 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 address those those concerns there are other there are other paths to take you know what's so crazy is that us we we automatically assume that our parents won't want to hear a bar of it. But let's be real, like our parents, they want communication. It's just they're not used to having a deep and meaningful with their parents. Or they want communication because they want to know what's going on in your life. They just might not understand it. And that's when you need to sit down and talk until they understand it. And it might not be just in one sitting. It might take a while or a few of these. <laughs> but, like, they want to understand. They just they, you have to be patient. Mm. And they want what's best for you. That's yep. why they're here. Like, that's why they put you in school. <laughs> so if you tell them that this is something that can be good for you and for the family what are they gonna say no to like why are you so scared <laughs> exactly exactly that that's all it is and, and our parents and that was one one my major lesson that I learned is our parents will literally um teach us and will only lead us in the best way they know how yeah and so hence why it's so important for us to learn more while we can and to do more, you know, because as we know better, we do better. Yeah. Well, basically, <laughs> I think what we were talking about was finding your identity or finding yourself. And so we said you needed to be surrounded by people who would encourage that um, journey. Mm -hmm stand by you on that journey and when we're saying that we mean not just the yes people like the people who will stand next to you and say yeah that's a good choice but it's not 
mm. like critical friends, not the mean ones though, like who just say shut down everything. Get your friends like us. <laughs> yeah. It's the friend that will legit is saying the truth because yeah. they know you or because they want better for you. They see things that you can't see. Yeah. yeah. That's the friend that you need. Um, you need to make sure that your family understands because, you know, poly people, we're all about our family. And if our family doesn't understand, then really how far are you going to get in that journey until you have to stop and turn around and, you know, go back for them. Mm. So you really want to, like, bring them along with you. What else would we say? Not to conform to the pressures. Vision. Vision of your person. Yeah. Don't conform to what society is telling you to be. And let's, like, I know that a lot of us think that we want to belong, so you just conform. But the opposite of belonging is fitting in. Mm. Right? It literally is because if you're trying to fit in, you're trying to change yourself mm. to, to that mold which is the total opposite of belonging because if you belong, you just belong as you are. You come as you are. If you don't fit into that mould, if you don't fit into the square that they're trying to put you in, how liberating is that? Mm -hmm. You don't have to do anything that anyone's... Be the circle that you are. Don't be. Don't try to fit in that square. Understand your ancestry. Mm. Understand the strength that you... You can have pride. I feel like it's important to, to have pride in who you are where your family is from, you know, have pride in, in your roots, like really get to understand and know that and own that, you know, and we can stay true to our, our, um, our roots, even living in Australia. Yeah. You know? And of course, we're going to get these kind of questions and, you know, pretty ignorant comments. But that's an opportunity, instead of getting upset about it, it's not, it, it literally is a cry for, um, you know, it's, it's an opportunity to really help educate them and help them understand. So if you understand your who you've come from and where you've come from, you will therefore understand that you are not alone in your journey. You are stronger than what you think you are. Yes. And so, you know, I literally... <laughs> And like I'm super thankful for this for for this discussion because it really is a reminder for me to to embrace who I am and to love my family even more even more so, um, and to just really be you know pay no mind to individuals that come at you the wrong way, mm. you know because you look different, sound different, um, are different. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. I just remembered my, one of my favorite quotes and it's, um, what is it? <laughs> um, if um, you need to be authentically you, because if you're not, then the people who are meant to find you won't ever find you. Mm. I love that quote. I always try and remember it when I feel like, okay, I'm totally lost. <laughs> and I don't know what I'm supposed to do in this situation. I don't know what I want. And then I have to remember, like, envision who I want to be, um, who I am, where my values are, what my non-negotiables are, and just remember that even though people might be dropping off in my life 
or I'd be getting challenges from left, right, and center because my history is coming back with a vengeance. <laughs> I am like, remember that if I stay on path, don't stay on path, then the people who I'm meant to help or people who talk to, people who I'm meant to meet, I won't meet them because I'm not the person that God intended me to be yet. Yeah, I love that. I feel like that's such a great um, quote to end um, the session with. And yeah, so that literally is our very first session. Yes. <laughs> and so uh, our challenge for you guys this week is to really um, take inventory of yourself and uh, connect with um, who you are. Um, if you don't have a vision for yourself, develop one you know write it down um pinterest is a great place to start if you're looking at you know creating a vision board for yourself um uh one 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 um exercise that that winnie and i do is literally um each morning and night journaling is another great um uh tip uh to help you kind of you know document document the feelings you go through and um, as you tr as you look to discover who you are, mm -hmm. yeah. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you, thank you for thank you for uh, spending time. <laughs> yeah. Till next week. I'm excited for next week. Yeah. So same time, same channel. Yeah, my lot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>